This is Paul McGann, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. The tangents as we continue all the way to episode 355 of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. If our lives depend on my mother ringing me at a time I actually ask her to, honestly, we're all dead. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five Inch Fangirls Podcast. So Glake Joyce, let's start off like a Derek with a virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. It's Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Sally from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hello. Monday, Monday. Mm-hmm. For those that it was a holiday today, hopefully you enjoyed your day off. I know I did. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad it was a holiday because I slept like crap last night. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not have been a functional employee today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. So the napping was strong with that one, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. We, uh, we hit the movie theater this this afternoon. Saw Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is quite excellent. So if you've not yet had the chance to see it, or mm-hmm. if you just want to go see it again, go do it. Mm-hmm. I will not spoil because we have some of our number who have not yet seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, and I agree with everything you just said. Yes. <laughs> Oh, right. So, news. We don't really have any news except a piece of 10 o'clock news. Yes, so. this one. Well, Holly Holly knows too. This one, it, it hits yeah. home because he was a yeah. staple of uh, mm-hmm. the Utah, uh, Utah at least, um, you know, writing, writing community, especially sci fi fantasy, but he was also very well known um, in, you know, mainstream. Uh, David mm-hmm. Farland, pen name of David Wolverton, um, yes. passed away this week. Uh, it seems like he were, there was an accident at his home. Um, he was rushed to the hospital on life support. Uh, he basically had enough time for his family to come say goodbye, and he passed away early off the the morning of the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Which this one was a blow because nobody yep. expected expected i i I do understand he had some health problems but he was recovering and this just kind of yeah um and it's 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 strange because you know i I, if people know um or you know if 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 you know anything about uh sci-fi fantasy authors from utah there are a ton of them uh mm-hmm. brandon sanderson being a prominent one uh stephanie meyer is, is another one that, that mm-hmm. is fairly well known uh shannon hale um they can all you know and many others i am i am i am uh, brad torgerson who, who we're, we're friends with um and even jared to it to a degree he's uh uh they you know some of these big names they trace their their writing career back to uh david farland um, his class, his his creative writing class at, at BYU, which uh, Brandon Sanderson took up when when he retired from teaching, so it would continue. But um, that's how he got the con uh, life, the universe, and everything. LTUE, affectionately known as, and yeah, he just, I mean, he and he wrote um, in Star Wars, in the Star Wars IP, uh, Rune Lords is is another series he wrote. That's uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's there's people that. Are, you know, notice how many sci-fi fantasy authors live in Utah or you know, are from here, and they're like, "Why are there so dang many?" Well, it's because of him. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he's just—I mean, I—I I have personal friends, and like I said, Jared even um, attended some of his uh, writing, uh, the, the some some writing panels at LTUE and and at Superstars and, and things like that. So this one's. This one hits home a little bit, a little too close. And like I said, it was he, he was recovering from 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 a health concern, but it was still a shock that 
we've lost a bit. It feels like, you know, way, way too young for, for, for mm-hmm. a writer at least. And I'm just like, wow, like it's, it's been, a, it's been kind of a rough few days. Yeah. yeah. Honest. Cause I first found out about him from his courtship of Princess Leia book. Yes. Yes. I love critics. Yes. You don't, you have to realize his first manuscript got stolen. Yes. So, <laughs> no. Try to recreate what you had. Not easy. Cause I can remember I had to write something. I had the power go out, backup didn't save. And I had a great start to a paper. Do you think I can remember every single word I had written? No. And it mm. just living daylights out of me. Right. And, and then from that, I went and discovered his golden queen trilogy. And, I think it's golden queen or is it golden key yes <laughs> i think one or both of those um yeah yeah it's and i just fell in love with those yeah it is just kind of yeah it's just it's just amazing i mean yeah like you said courtship of princess leia that was one that i that i read in high school and absolutely loved and i didn't realize mm-hmm. that he was local until many many years later and i was like wait wait that's the guy (laughs) (laughs) that's him yay i'm Mm -hmm. like oh hey claim to fame i guess (laughs) i mean i don't i've never met him in person jared has and you know jared's been jared Jared knows people who've been mentored by him and he's been mentored by people who've been mentored by him so it's like it's kind of like you know this interesting sort of family tree of 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 authors just that's that's where it all you know where it all kind of stems from almost so so yeah so go you know in his honor go pick up rune lords pick up courtship of princess leia go pick up you know any anything and by him and you are gonna you're gonna have have a good time most Mm -hmm. likely and and he wrote he wrote some excellent excellent stories Mm mm-hmm Cool. Yeah, he will. Nice. He will be. He will be sorely, sorely missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, and also he wrote the Jedi Apprentice books. I was like, why am I blanking? Oh, that's one? right. Yes, that's yes. what it was. I can. I can, I can remember reading a few of those too. Same. It's yeah. It's like he wrote so many things. It's like okay, I know what he wrote, and I'm blanking on some of these other ones. Mm-hmm. but dang, yeah yeah when you're a prolific enough author yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to remember yes mm-hmm. i think the jedi apprentice is like the first star wars books i've read if i remember right yeah <sighs> so yeah he's he's kind of in that in that circle with you know kevin j anderson and 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 yep. such so mm-hmm Right. Well, moving on, kind of in a similar vein, but a little happier as we're recording this today is Betty White's birthday. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. would she would have been a hundred today. Yeah. Um, but um, in honor of her birthday i went ahead and on our behalf of the five ish fangirls and i made a donation in her memory to the los angeles zoo yay yay! so yeah so if you haven't already you can uh look you know maybe a you know a local international animal uh, charity yeah I I figured if we wanted to make, you know, because I don't know Uh about where you guys live, what kind of local Mm -hmm. you may have. So, but it was like the Los Mm -hmm. Angeles Zoo, like that was Betty, one of Betty's like big ones. Mm -hmm. So I figured it was easy enough geographically to just. (laughs) Yeah, no, that (laughs) that works. Go go to that one. So. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a. I went and saw the uh, documentary movie earlier today, and 
it was a quite a decent crowd at the movie theater and it was so nice to hear people laughing and you know like the clips from the golden girls and various things and mm-hmm. it was it was very nice it was very touching mm-hmm. it was very sweet Good. and also very funny <laughs> <laughs> uh, as as it should be yeah exactly all right well that's it actually for news for now so is the supposedly our first trailer for the moon knight series is supposed to drop sometime this evening but it is not yet so i guess we'll <laughs> talk about we'll talk about that next week yeah that's <laughs> so, just how it goes with us it's like we're recording and <laughs> they've been promoting it on like social media since yeah. like yesterday uh, watch once we're done yeah the minute i hit yeah. stop, off it'll be like, stop yeah yeah hey, it'll be there exactly yeah, yeah. I, I guess in the meantime i'll just sort of refresh youtube facebook whatever and see yeah. what, although although there is a football game it's it's the nfl playoffs right now so maybe it'll be during the, the yeah the i think that, game. i think that's what they're tying it in with is yeah, so I, think, I think they saw that ball because you know they they uh, i mean it used to be the super bowl was like this is when we're gonna do it but then um <laughs> now they've you know, extended it throughout the rest of the playoffs which is fine i have my youtubers that i that i follow fa- uh, football through because i i'm sick of the nfl but i have funny i have funny football youtubers mm-hmm. that i will happily support mm-hmm. uh so moving on to feedback that's a feedback from shalane talking about bob saget and hawkeye <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she mentions that the, uh, among the other things that Bob Saget had done recently, yes, he did appear in season four of The Masked Singer. So, which yep. seems so long ago and yet not. Yes. So, what's funny yeah. is I thought he was on The Masked Singer the season before that. I thought for sure oh, it was Bob Saget. At, at, at first, at least at first, I thought it was Bob Saget because again, some of the clues were pointing to if he even though it was Tom Bergeron. So uh, mm-hmm. someone else who's also posted America's Funny Some videos. So, but yes. then like the following season, that Bob Saget was a contestant. So. Maybe ev- maybe everybody else thought the same thing, and they're like, "Hey, there's an idea. Yeah, that's who we can get." Yeah. No, we just have to wait for Alfonso Rivera to show up and eh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have every single America's Funniest Home Video was close. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Might be it'll it'll be his turn at some point. Eventually, yes. Yeah, yes. They'll, they'll get they'll get around to him. Yep. Um. So and then uh, she says she concurs with us. Hawkeye was awesome. Um. Uh, she mentioned how Haley Steinfeld, who plays Kate Bishop, uh, is already kind of in. I mean, she's in Marvel, but not necessarily MCU because she voices Gwen and in the end of the Spider Verse movies. So, um, and she loves she loves Yelena, um, and then Rogers the Musical was the bre- was the best, and yes uh i could do this all day actually that's not the name of the song the name of the song is actually save this city uh mm. <laughs> i think everyone oh. refers to it as i could do this all day <laughs> either way <laughs> it is an earworm that is true i even yes i even added it to my playlist that i listen to when i'm at the gym so <laughs> i feel like that's a good song to walk out to yeah it's just so catchy. Also <laughs> motivational, especially you know when you're at the gym. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. all day. Yep. Um, and then she mentions that uh, Florence Pugh is going to be in a movie coming out this year with someone else from the MCU. Actually, several people from the <laughs> from various fandoms, like Gemma Chan. Uh, who obviously was in Shang Chi, um, and uh, Chris Pine of DC Wonder Woman and Star Trek fame. 
that will be out yep. later this year called Don't Worry Darling. The synopsis on IMDb is a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. Mm, so it's a mix of Pleasantville and Stepford Wives? Uh, that's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> Interesting. Could right be. So. I'm sorry when when I hear that you know they're like oh we're you know we're riffing on the 1950s I'm like hmm I think I know where this is going yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. like Hollywood you are nothing if not predictable. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shalane, for your feedback as usual. Yes. Let's move on to this week's main topic, which is kind of the beginning of the end of uh, this is a uh, Jody Whitaker's swan song, I guess. Mm-hmm. Her farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> as the yeah. doctor the start of her farewell tour before she regenerates later this year so uh with this year's new year's day special eve of the daleks Oh, Doctor Who does a time loop episode which you would think a show about time travel would be done more often Mm-hmm. but in oh. like recent like even new who the most recent thing i can think of that's tight i guess you could call it a time loop is heaven sent. hellbent or yeah well mm-hmm. hellbent's heaven set it's all one big that one to die well, yeah and you could like capaldi two party mm-hmm. big finished and it they argue the doctor's daughter but we never see the repetition on yeah. screen. It's just, yeah. it's, it's mentioned uh, flip flop is the, the big finish audio that they did oh, it. Yeah. And you could also say curse of fatal death, kind of. Not yeah. really. Uh, That's just burning through regenerations. Well, I, 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 I'm more well, like, no, I, I too had lunch with the architect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tilt your yeah. head and squint. Yeah. Yes. But it's just like, watching i mean it's done really really well for this kind of like a bottle episode Mm -hmm. because usually Mm -hmm. with time loops it kind of has to be before it gets too convoluted um, right to keep it in like a single location you know in this case a a single building and then just different rooms but still essentially the same location with uh you know essentially just our tardis trio the two people you know the two outsiders and the daleks it 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 makes it a lot easier to do the the whole time loop thing without it getting too confusing which i mm-hmm. appreciated that but it was just you know it was like what i was thinking about i was like the show is almost 60 years old it's about time and traveling through time yet time loops is not really a trope that it's really utilized Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe neither maybe it's just a neutral thing maybe it's just yeah it's it seems like it's more like okay we can go anywhere in space and time so we are going to you know go to ancient rome or go to world war ii or yeah or you know we're gonna go to this alien planet so it's not it's not so much oh you know time you know we're not gonna we're not you know time is merely we're just going to this different time period or or something like that we're not gonna like mess around with the physics of it because a we're right a we're writers and that makes our head hurt because you know (laughs) 
can't can't think of anything more complicated than 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 a jello mold sometimes um but you you would just think like especially in classic who when you know there were points where you know they were having to you know rub pennies together to yeah to get any sort of budget that doing something like a time loop episode would be a way to do a an interesting story without spending a lot of money yeah so but anyway so you know doctor who finally does a time loop episode <laughs> so mm-hmm. i remember when like they have the trailer for it and people are like oh god time loop episode like like i mean yeah it's a trope in sci-fi in general that it's not really mm-hmm. been done in doctor who so yeah. and if it's done right then it's done right like they did uh, mm-hmm. the, a time loop episode in the last season of agents of shield mm-hmm. that was also mm-hmm. done really well so um yeah they take this one and yeah everyone knows that it's looping is a thing so you're right. not having to like repeat <laughs> instructions right. like yes. wait what's happening i completely forgot what i just encountered right before mm-hmm. it looped again so um but yeah you know it's it's the the doctors try after everything in the the everything that happened with the the flux the doctor's like okay we're gonna she's like i'm gonna essentially do a factory reset on the tardis yeah like purge mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Dis- what is it? disc defragment <laughs> like, yeah like you do on hard drive and yeah like, the equivalent we're gonna go of burning the sage yeah it's like we're gonna go to the beach while the while the tardis does this and of course anytime the doctor's like yeah i'll take you to the beach they never make it to the beach no <laughs> honestly it's the, it's the should... eye of orion all over again yeah yeah oh. they never let the doctor promise you to do the, if the doctor <laughs> ever promises to take you to the beach you're never going to the beach i'm sorry <laughs> it's and even if you were to get alone. there there would there would be a monster or yeah something or, awful yeah Oh, trusty like, soda machine! You give me a one time. I want a coke. One time <laughs> that the doctor is taking a companion someplace relaxing and 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 not stressful. It, yeah, I'm thinking of midnight. Yeah, I was like, gonna Donna, say midnight. Donna actually got to relax with the doctor tonight. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Donna, Donna had a spa day. Day, yeah, she, she was, was able to kick her feet up and no problem. Yeah, the doctor all. just got you know psychologically terrorized by whatever is on that <laughs> that planet. Mm-hmm. I still think that's I still think that's the scariest episode. New Who, yes. I mean, yeah. Blink is terrifying, but Midnight, whoo boy, whoo, yeah, because yeah. you never see mm-hmm. that sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you don't. I mean, at least in Midnight, you're, or Blink, you get the idea. Midnight, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Silence of the Library, Forest of the Dead, you kind of. <laughs> yeah. Although, although the, the Weeping Angels have kind of been nerfed since then, so it's, the problem is it's kind of lost its impact a little yeah. bit, I think, but that's, a, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, uh, and once again, Daleks well yes you know which i i has has been daleks uh, off the top of my head i think daleks have been like the foe in every new year's slash holiday special that jody's done right yes 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 Yes, because it was revolution resolution and eve okay because one of my friends is finally getting back into who she had stopped with Capaldi, so she was starting with Jody. And I'm just like, okay, after you watch Eleven, you have to watch this New Year special. So that's the name of that one. Then Twelve, then Revolution, mm-hmm. then Flux, then this one's like somebody's got a fascination with Daleks. I was like, yes, yeah. kind of. Yeah. They're they're they're. I mean, they're a fun foe. Yes. Yeah, yes. Especially uh, 
I think even more so now that they're like they really are giving the Daleks um way more personality yes yeah. <laughs> the, the the issue with them really is and i think this is this is true of, of many doctor who foes is if you use them too much and, and this 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 did happen in classic who a few times uh it, you know if you use them over and over and over again all of a sudden it's like well of course the doctor's gonna beat him because he's the doctor she's a doctor uh and you know the Daleks are the are the villains so yeah they're gonna they're gonna be defeated but they're gonna come back they're, they're like the joker almost mm-hmm. yes you know, mm-hmm. you, you know you know batman must you know has to defeat joker because he's mm-hmm. he's, the, he's the the hero but the joker's gonna come back because that's like the most bankable villain that, that they've got mm-hmm. yeah. i mean the, uh, but, but the, the thing with batman especially in the animated series is they had a lot of others too so it's yeah, kind right. of like and you know earlier in um you know the new who run they they were pretty good about you know coming up with new ones and and doing interesting things with them like you know you've you've got the weeping angels you've got the ood you've got uh okay fires of pompeii redone that cyber- oh yeah, yeah. Or, you know, they the got cyber, the redone the Cybermen. Cybermen. Yeah, or you know, they go to a different dimension with the Cybermen, and mm-hmm. you know, the the the, the nanogenes and an empty child, and and different things like that. So it it's like they were a little more creative with things that would stick. They didn't just come back to the Daleks over and over and over again. Or you know, in uh, you know, a Christmas Carol, it was Scrooge basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just you know. <laughs> You know, they were they were creative with yeah. that so i think it's yeah. like okay be careful that or you're they not or over... they or they dig deep and pull back something that has not been referenced mm-hmm. for a long long time like doctor who and the snowmen to bring back the great intelligence which yes. hasn't been referenced right. since like troughton's era you know yeah, and, and those and those <laughs> the ice warriors don't exist anymore yeah. Yeah. right you can't like you can you can listen to the audio and then some of them have been animated and that's it or yeah. You know, yep. you know, one mm-hmm. I really, I'm really sad that Stephen Moffat never brought back because I think he would have done amazing job with it. Is the Mara from from the Fifth Doctor? Yes, yeah. yes, very psychological mm-hmm. horror, and I'm just like, Dang, yes. Miss. But you know, he had other things he was doing. So yeah, maybe maybe, maybe I'll put that on my wish list for the for the new RTD era. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, please do. Where are for me. people with snake tattoos? yes and maybe i don't know i i could go on a whole spiel about the mara because it is so fascinating yeah like, please mm-hmm. do this thing i yes. would love it give me this thing uh, yes. i mean it was kind of cool to see the dalek upgrade with their gatling gun because i mean it's yeah like, okay what are they gonna throw what are they gonna throw now because i mean remember before in the early who the daleks couldn't go upstairs and then when they decided to give the daleks levitation it's like oh crap yeah and I was like, okay uh these yeah. daleks um, it, it they used to kill yeah. more at once yeah. five rounds it, rapid you, uh-oh yeah. yeah it's like you used to be able to take down a dalek with a baseball bat yes yeah, thank you ace so <laughs> yes. yeah the fact that they now have like you know more than just like the single laser cannon is yeah yeah the the i mean the daleks are really they're a, annoying i don't find them necessarily frightening yeah because yes. they're just they're so ridiculous like, because they just think that they're so supreme and the supreme being of the universe and it's like no you're not okay <laughs> supreme supreme being of the universe can only get its ass kicked so many times before we're just like Haha, it's a dollar again exactly and, that, and that's mm-hmm. what i'm like okay guys don't overuse them but it's it's chibnall whatever uh, yeah. so you know they've overused it good job guys yeah Donald should be it, screaming at you guys right now yeah they are using them in it in an interest you know a slightly interesting concept the the fact that the time loop was caught you know it's not just a weird like glitch thing it's something that the daleks created taking advantage of the post-flux mm-hmm. event um so it shows some ingenuity on the Daleks 
behalf, which is, you know, is we don't need their ego boosted any further. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're, kind, they're it, kind of the ones that yeah. are, you know, strutting around going, yeah, we're hot stuff. And you're just kind of like, you know, someone, you know, someone shoves you gently and you fall down and you're like, eh, I broke my nail. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of a joke by now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. And it, and it was, it wasn't a whole bunch of Daleks. It was two. Mm-hmm. So yeah they can only they can only yeah. do so much damage when there's two of them <laughs> yeah that is true although although four did quite a bit of damage back in tenant's day yeah. that is yeah. true i mean and dan and the doctor with the sass that they were given the daleks it was just like oh yeah i just I, like i said i like when the daleks when the the personality shines through and then yeah the yes. doctor or the companion sasses back to the, yeah. the Dalek because mm-hmm. that would so be me if I ever encountered a Dalek I would I would be exactly the same way you know mm-hmm. Dalek is like uh yeah Daleks do not have managers it's like well maybe that's part yes. of your problem <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Daleks do not have friends. Yeah, well, you only got yourselves to blame for that. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, I, I get a friendlier voice. This one's a bit grating. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe if you guys serve tea more often, you might make some more friends. Yeah. I mean, I know that didn't go so hot for you with Winston Churchill, but yeah. yeah. That is true. That yep. is very well, true. The only thing that the Daleks could really take care of in the loop was a door. Yeah. <laughs> the most evil creature in the universe has successfully vanquished an old, old door. door. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I shall forever be known as the Dalek who opened a door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and Dan ducking to take out. <laughs> I think it was dan who ducked to take out the two dollars no were, it was um it was the the guy what's his um, name nick nick yes yes yeah yeah where he's he's all yeah he's 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 got a dollar on each on each side he's like and duck and they shoot each other in the crossfire <laughs> like you learn quickly dude Yes. Oh, that's never happened before. Yeah, we we've had Daleks play bump em cars, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, this isn't you know anything to be i mean it's not anything groundbreaking uh mm-hmm. although there is a fun speaking of fun lines in there uh because uh you know the nick is the one you know outsider and then sarah who's the gal working at this you know storage facility it's self-storage but the s has gone out in the light so it says elf storage which is funny because it's new year's eve so it's still kind of christmas season elf <laughs> santa claus uh but you know but nick is up in elf. yeah nick is in yeah really <laughs> you know nick is up in his storage unit doing his thing apparently he hoards gifts from ex-girlfriends in case they ever come looking for their stuff back after they've broken up uh <laughs> sure yeah yeah no i've never had an ex ask for anything back thank you very much um mm-hmm. and i've never asked anything back from them <laughs> uh but then you know she's working the front desk annoyed because she's having to work new year's eve and like when the dalek first appears and she thinks it's nick you know coming back so she's like nick and then the dalek is like i am not nick and nicholas briggs is the voice of the daleks 
So <laughs> in, a, in a way, the Dalek is wrong because it is Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, not they, her they, Nick. They did, they did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he had a little giggle when he yeah. said that. Yeah. I mean, as far as like, you know, Dalek lore and just kind of doctor who lore and everything it's it's not anything groundbreaking it's a perfectly good episode with a premise that like i said doctor who has not really done you know the whole time loop thing you know giving them the the because the window because each time they loop they lose a minute and the window is already really small to begin with when the loops start start because heaven knows if we even yeah uh we presume that the loops start when the doctor does the thing with the tardis but who knows like they could have been looping for hours for all we know um but probably not um but the fact that they remember what happened the previous Mm -hmm. loop gives them a leg up to the point but then they have to think like a dalek and then kind of do you know different than what the daleks would think they were gonna do um so you know it's a it's a good premise it was done well for it being a you know essentially a bottle episode like i said it's essentially most of it takes place in a single location other than a few interior target shots and then when they managed to break the loop on the in the literally the very last second and blow the building up so we're finally outside um you know and get our pun intended resolution Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the story (laughs) so that nick and our you know our guy nick and the girl sarah decide that they're just good it's like screw being lonely we're going to travel the world together because we'll have more fun that way and the doctor and Dan and Yaz decide to go off on an, uh, another adventure with the doctor once again not opening up <laughs> to mm-hmm. the companions, no matter how hard they try. Because the doctor yep. had pro- had, doctor had promised to open up the Yaz and yep. still has not done so, but. That's yep. kind. Of, that's I, that's kind of from Dan. Yeah, a little nudging from Dan, which yeah, this could, I think this is the, the like the one thing, and I think this is what most people are probably talking about this particular episode. You know, because the whole Dalek time loop thing is like whatever is done well. It's the relationship right between Doctor and companion in this case yeah. this incarnation of the doctor and yes and hinting that there may be more than than just being you know wanting to be more than friends mm-hmm. um and you know odds are that's not gonna you know just knowing doctor who odds are that's not something that's going yeah probably eventually evolve into anything just because we know jody is is done leaving so i you know i you know hearing this and it's like you know it wasn't that long ago at comic-con that there was you know san diego (laughs) comic-con that there was like an official quote-unquote official panel where that was entitled the doctor is not your boyfriend (laughs) this this was several years ago before jody and yeah the the panel i don't even remember who was on it but it was very much like no the doctor is not romantic the doctor doesn't do that the and it was kind of like uh okay that's kind of a weird panel to have but sure and so yeah. it's and so then they do then you know they do this with with yaz and i'm just like okay what you know, i'm sending mm-hmm. some, i'm getting some mixed signals here you guys but, yeah yeah it was just like it, it, you, you can't, in general yes the doctor generally is the, the doctor definitely cares about their yes, companions, his companions. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. and sometimes they seem to care for some more than others you know as we mm-hmm. saw with rose um yep. 
you know, yeah. even though it's never been officially stated by any, you know, you know, showrunners or whoever. Yeah. But as far as as far as far as David and Billy are concerned, Ted and Rose were a thing. Uh, so right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would, you know, I'll take that word. Uh, you know, I'll take their word for it. Yeah. And obviously, Matt's doctor married River Song. Yeah, right. And okay. they acted. They acted like a married couple. Also, you have mm-hmm. um, Twelve and River Song, which I'm like. Yeah. Okay, big yeah. finish. I want I want the 24 years. Yes, I want a box set. I want the box set. You know, when when you get Peter Capaldi, you know, free from all his comings and goings, could you get him in the booth with Alex Kingston? Because I would love that. Please. Yes. Please. yes. But yeah, it's just it's just kind of funny this all, all of this and yeah. Yeah. Like I I have no opinion one way or the other, but I just remember that panel and just how peevish i think that the 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 tone was on that one and and again this was at san diego comic-con where they have you know the the studios and the companies that that make these things doing their you know all their official stuff so Mm -hmm. whether or not this panel was fan was a fan panel or if it was like a sanctioned thing it's still kind of like what (laughs) yeah i just i have to laugh i honestly i have to laugh because they're it's like the 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 bbc you know they're they're talking at one side of their mouth and then they do something else and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's bizarre it's like you yeah. know what you're doing anymore yeah <laughs> but sometimes i wonder yeah mm-hmm. well, i think sometimes they probably wonder too actually <laughs> yeah true true enough uh, i mean like who is running this ship i mean at uh, the at the, here's my thing is you know at the end of the day i love the character of the doctor and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter which incarnation it is yeah you know, obviously i have some that i like more than others uh but I just love the character of the doctor in, in general. It doesn't matter who, which version it is, male, female, young, old, whatever. And as a character, as that character, considering, you know, the lifestyle of living in the TARDIS and, you know, literally having all of time and space at your fingertips, having the ability to have that sort of life and adventure. Yeah. You want to share it with someone whether uh-huh. it's a friend or a romantic partner and at the end of the day i want to see the doctor happy mm-hmm. with the life that they have chosen to live this nomadic just fly by the wind uh, you know danger is just the you know the thing that happens in between all the fun stuff yeah um type of lifestyle and whether it's just friends or romantic i don't really care yeah i I mean if that's where they want to go that's fine because like i said there's some precedent for it Mm -hmm. with both you know uh, you know with 10 11 and 12 yeah Mm -hmm. the the, the previous incarnations but because we know jody is getting ready you know we're getting ready to see her regenerate and get a new doctor to potentially start a relationship and then have the person that you're romantically involved with suddenly change into literally a whole new person even if they still have the memories and are you know essentially the same person on the inside it would be an interesting dynamic to explore because we've seen how companions react when the doctor regenerates Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. on a this is a weird aspect of this life i now live that i did not know was a thing mm-hmm. yep. and to throw ro- a potential romance into it could be interesting it also would depend on whether jody's replacement is going to be male or female because mm-hmm. right right now with the doctor being female yes is essentially said and not you know she implied without saying in so many words but you can kind of get that inference when dan was talking to her you know she's like i haven't said anything to her because i haven't even said it to myself 
at this point, Yaz is just now realizing her, I guess, potential romantic and or sexual preferences. And it sounds like she has not really been, you know, given a lot of conscious thought to the fact that she may be attracted to women. Yeah. So with all, with there's, a, that, there's, yeah. there's a lot, there's a, you know, I, I cannot speak from that experience. I'm, I'm as straight as the day is long. I'm sorry. So I, I totally speaking out of my butt here from no experience whatsoever, but I'd imagine that, you know, yes, probably needs to do a lot of self-reflection and thought before diving into something but it could be a good it could also be a good thing for her so when she and the doctor do part ways hopefully without having to kill yes off as they have done in most of new who where most of the companions have died instead of just leaving on their own um with few exceptions um or some sort of tragic leaving, you know, even mm-hmm. if they're not technically dead. Like Martha is like the mm-hmm. only person off the top of my head that she just got to leave and yeah, just be like, I, I'm done. <laughs> so no. it, would be, it yeah. would be nice to just be like, and I'm done. Um, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, this, this is this is my take on it is the way that Jody has played her doctor. Um okay, because because people who say that you know they don't want the romantic aspect in there you know no no hanky panky in the TARDIS is not because you know they're prudes or whatever it's it's because you know there's hanky panky in the TARDIS even if the doctor's not evolved river song did not just appear out of nowhere well yes I (laughs) right yes okay but the we don't hanky in the TARDIS but not we don't want doctor related hanky panky so so it's it is weird because the doctor traditionally, you know, is an alien and there are things that are just very, the doctor does not understand in, in you know, in different incarnations that, you know, that the doctor is, you know, he, he's very much like explore, you know, you know, all of time and space. And, you know, this isn't, you know, we're, we're not, we're, this isn't, you know, Fabio showing up, you know, to, to seduce the, the young, the young maiden or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and, and so remember get, the first uh, incarnation of the doctor didn't realize that offering cocoa was an engagement yes <laughs> yeah and, and and part of that is appealing now i'm not saying i don't like romance in the tardis you know with with, with the doctor i just said i loved uh, husbands of river song is one of my favorite doctor who episodes because of that interaction but also because we had all that build up to it so I am not opposed to it. I do see where people who are who would rather not have the you know, the, the you know the the, the doctor companionship. I, I get I get that too because it's it's kind of like okay, it's this doctor's an alien. He doesn't she he or she doesn't quite get it, and especially you know with humans, it's you know it could be kind of weird. And the way that Jody has played her doctor has been very alien very weird very doesn't understand you know human relationships so i could also see that it would be you know yaz decides oh yeah i want to you know declare my feelings or or whatever and then the doctor just kind of is like okay now what do i say here like like you know what am i what am i meant to say here like like that bit um when when graham was you know talking about his uh, cancer diagnosis i believe it was and you know he, he was talk, talking to the doctor about it and she's just kind of like okay am i meant to be comforting here or what and it's just kind of like okay yeah you really don't understand how to relate yeah. to there's to a reason humans. clara had to write down index cards yes she is my carer she cares so i don't have to yeah and, and so there yeah. is that aspect and i could see that being a thing where you know yaz opens up and the doctor is just kind of like no idea what to do and so that could be an opening for Gaz to just be kind of like, ah, okay, well then, um, well, that was weird. Bye. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, it's it just, yeah, the, the, the whole thing with the romance is kind of like, okay, we're going down this road, but this doctor really isn't the romantic sort. Like, you know, David Tennant, Matt Smith kind of had that, Capaldi had it a little bit. Um, 
I, I kind of like I did, and and the the bits with um, Eccleston and and and, and Rose because there were there were some there and that kind of you know right there at the end and that kind of sort of that Im, Im, implying it but not outright stating it was kind of nice because you could just sort of write your own thing or not as you as you chose which i i think with doctor who with that being you know kind of like you know the fans can go off and say you know whatever they want to say it doesn't have to be spelled out in the in the episodes itself mm -hmm. so i don't know there there's some there's some different ways that they could take it um it's just kind of funny to me that that they're all like oh you know yaz thinks you know she's she's got a crush on the doctor and this doctor is completely not the romantic type at all mm -hmm. i don't think it, it, she's very much got that alien i have no idea what i'm doing kind of thing um, yeah. as far as like like human relationships go so mm -hmm. it's just it's just it's an interesting choice that i'm looking at this and like huh okay that's what you did this time yeah and the fact that the doctor is literally an alien mm -hmm. regardless of gender Mm -hmm. automatically makes it you know tricky any, tricky yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so because there uh, there there are some doors you just don't want to open with that <laughs> i mean right, unless yeah. you're into that but you know yeah, well it depends on how alien the doctor ends up being uh <laughs> yeah i mean the, the the doctor could end up being i'll let you know, fanfic a, deal with that thank you very much uh, uh doctor could end up being a, a, a tentacle monster and that's all i shall say on that because this is yeah. a family friendly podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's just there's certain sections oh, of the fanfiction yeah. universe right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah like I this is for somebody, but it's not for me. More yeah, <laughs> teach their own. That's how I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah. And I'm though and I'm glad that Dan called out the doctor, not just for the he knows that Yaz has feelings, but Dan also knows that the doctor promised to tell stuff and he's just like, Hey, you need to sit down and talk with her. I don't think Dan meant like you need to talk about your feet your feelings about yes to yes but it's like you need to tell her what in the heck's going on with you mm -hmm. to make everything kosher with all of us because if we hide secrets from each other and we don't find out till later we could have more catastrophic things going on mm -hmm. because we've hid these secrets i mean how many shows have we've all seen and watched where somebody's kept secrets because oh it's better if they don't know this it's for their own good and no um, knowledge is power or communication yes. kills yes right. yes or lack yes. of yes, yes. yes. fix All that in your mind are, yes secrets are just bad a bad idea in general and like it's one thing you know like you know keeping a secret because you're gonna plan a surprise birthday party for somebody that's fine uh just yeah. be sure they don't mind surprise birthday parties yeah. uh but right. you know like yeah every almost every tv show of any genre and any sort of like you know all you can do is watch like cold case or like 60 yeah. minutes any sort of like yeah, whether it's a, a true crime murder or white collar crime and they're like oh yeah it turns out this person was hiding a really big secret you know yeah. that's all it takes mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes, yes. <laughs> and and then all of this spiraled out of control i mean yeah, it, yeah. i mean and at this and at this point you know i i've more annoyed with the trope of i need to be closed off because you know i'll say to someone's face well i was just trying to protect you but really they're trying to protect themselves yeah and that is just a trope that is done so much and really at this point i mean we're on these uh, you know <laughs> quote unquote 13th incarnation of the doctor the doctor has that uh, if they've not learned anything <laughs> in these thousands of years of traveling the universe is 
closing yourself off to protect yourself from potential pain is never gonna work yeah some mm-hmm. and if nothing else someone is gonna come along kick you in the butt and say no this isn't how you operate and you mm-hmm. know it get, get 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 back get over mm-hmm. here like you can you can be you know you could be you know you got your kid you know, you're gonna have your companions like like ian and barbara they're like we don't know anything about this person mm-hmm. but they just go along with it because it's fun and then you get your you know well, you're someone like sarah jane who's like i'm a re granted she was a reporter so it was kind of her job to be nosy and ask questions yeah. anyway but still and then it you became know, fun <laughs> yes and then you get someone like River Song who comes along and she's like, hold on a second, bucko. Yeah. <laughs> the only what in the name per- of the insanity other- are you doing? Yeah. The only other person in the entire universe who knows the doctor's true name, you know. So it's right. Like- <laughs> so not everyone could a companion shouldn't have to be River Song like level of personality to break down the doctor's barriers yeah right at this point so we've been we we've been at this way too long uh almost 60 years of this show it's like we get it yeah there's always going to be parts of the doctor that are mysterious and we're we don't have to know everything but after this point uh, after this long we should know a few things I would hope. <laughs> so mm-hmm. may have gotten we may have gotten more than we bargained for, honestly. Well, potentially, but you know, at, at this point, that's that's my complaint. <laughs> is because it, it is it's such a tired trope. Yeah, it it yeah it's there there there's a little too much repeating going on here. It's like yeah we we did that. Can we let's, let's move on. Mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. pretty please yeah otherwise your character never grows no yeah it just just kind of feels like you're in, you're in a holding pattern it's like hey we're gonna rehash the old you know the, the thing that you learned already you know two or three regenerations ago because you know, reasons because you're you're because you're that dumb of a character because there's no possible way you actually could have learned your lesson and moved on to to something else it's like mm-hmm. not a, not 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 a, not a prayer yeah but whatever yeah oh that being said we are breaking out of repetitiveness with the next special which we'll be getting <laughs> in theory sometime in the spring with the return of the sea devils yes <laughs> we get we got we went from literally time looping with daleks you know mm-hmm. it's like oh yay daleks again to a i mean the sea devils like they've been referenced a few times but just passing references but what i think it was you in the chat holly it says we've not actually seen the sea devils as a proper no. like adversary since what like the fifth doctor yeah yes it was mm-hmm. warriors of the deep deep uh, yeah which that story was fine that the story itself is fine the the execution was not well done but that's another story <laughs> anyway yeah um it, it's funny because a lot of the time the sea devils and the solurians kind of get lumped together but they are very much not the same um, yes. right yeah yeah and the, the the difference between the sea devils and the solarians go back to goes back to the, the john pertwee era um, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know dust off dust off your dvds and check those out if you feel so inclined yeah you yep. have a little time to do some homework prep <laughs> yep yes <laughs> yes because we don't have a, a, a airing date or oh. this this one yet it's just mm-hmm. the theory spring 2022 so it could be easter saturday right. for all we know who knows right <laughs> and, and sean is like easter to... saturday <laughs> <laughs> and props to this episode for having a character that is name dropped throughout the entire episode and has and was never seen Jeff. yeah that <laughs> <laughs> wasn't didn't we see him at the end no people- that was that is actually somebody else. He is actually from season eleven. 
the guy that was filming that was not Jeff. It was somebody oh. else. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was Jeff. Uh... Nope. He's like, oh, glad I didn't go into work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, keeping the cast list slim down. I mean, the only other like mm-hmm. face that we see is Sarah's mom and that's only on her cell phone so mm-hmm. um but yeah it's yeah like i said this one was okay i'm excited for the next one just because the return of the sea devils and yeah you know, especially considering just what we saw in the trailer is considering it's been what 40 years thereabouts since we last properly yeah. saw the sea devils so the makeup technology has gotten way better so they look really good yeah compare <laughs> com- the guy who just... was filming the fireworks was named carl oh okay random yeah. passerby then yeah yes yeah. I, I was gonna say you know compare what the silurians look like in you know back in the day to what they became you know in 2010 um I think we may be in for a treat with the with the with the sea devils with as far as like their look and stuff. So that that I am looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, we'll get that at some point in the next some time. Hopefully before <laughs> June, because that's the end of spring. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Technically. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then we'll get in the. Fall is Jody's last one, right? So, mm-hmm. this uh, this this next one, the Sea Devil, is essentially going to be the penultimate episode for Jody's Doctor, and then we'll get the the feature length episode sometime in the fall ish, and she'll regenerate, and sometime between now and then, we'll find out who her replacement is. Yeah. Supposedly, more, more. they're supposed to start filming in the for the next season in the spring. <laughs> with rgd at the helm so i know i keep hearing i keep seeing i keep seeing articles about so and so is not going to be the new doctor i'm like well okay and are the odds going to be the new doctor (laughs) yeah it's like these are all the people that are not going to be the doctor and it's like uh well yeah those make sense so okay so narrows it down to the rest of britain right yeah. like, <laughs> like here's who we know definitely won't be the doctor the queen of england any of the rest of the royal family uh paul mccartney uh yeah <laughs> it's like who else yeah anyone who's Even already been the doctor one- well, right. who says like you know David Tennant or somebody couldn't come back and say, "Oh, I'm revisiting an old favorite," or you know, yes. yeah. but it would be a new doctor. It'd be the same doctor. Ooh, In what if what if theory. they got Paul McGann? <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if he would. Yeah, he's having too much fun with Big Finish. I'm thinking this yeah, is this is a lot true. less physically exhausting. Doing yes. this, yes. this is true. Yeah. Although it, it was it was funny. I don't know how we got on this subject, but Jared was all like, oh, I really want to meet Paul McGann. And I was like, well, he was here in 2014. And he's like, wait, how did I miss that? Like, oh, wait, we weren't dating yet. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you barely missed it by actually, no, like, it's like six or seven months because we didn't start dating oh. until April. <laughs> Oh. and he was here probably in in the fall oh just <laughs> uh, by that much yep, yep. <laughs> it's like to quote yeah. a certain secret agent mystified yep <laughs> yep and he's like oh, shoe wearing shoe phone wearing mm-hmm. agent <laughs> yeah yep. so anyway i told like, him no with paul mcgann we've uh We've got a bumper from Paul McGann. <laughs> yes, which I guess yes. that that's your cue. You need to, yeah, yeah. Because I was telling Jared about the 
getting Colin Baker and Paul McGann to do to do bumpers for us and mm-hmm. how how exuberant Colin was and how Paul McGann yes. was like, well, what should I say? And I'm like, dude, you can read the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the heck you want. So that's, that's half the fun. <laughs> yes, it is. It was like I'm directing Paul McGann in voice acting. I mean, it was for a bumper for a podcast, but still. But anyway. still. Steal. Cross that off the bucket list. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, if any of our listeners have any feedback on this topic or other topics we have covered in the news or whatever, or just, you know, something that you're like, hey, you haven't talked about blah, blah, blah. Here's an article about it. Why don't you, you know, chat about it or whatever? Drop, drop us some feedback. Our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website, which is the fiveishfangirls.com, where you can find links to our social media, to our show notes, to uh, ways to support the show, which we greatly appreciate. Um, helps us keep this podcast going. Um, and, you know, you can comment, like, interact with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, those we love hearing from you guys and hope you can, are still enjoying the show and hope you all are doing well out there staying warm if you live mm-hmm. in a in a in a latitude that is experiencing winter right now if you're somewhere <laughs> where it's summer i am jealous yes mm-hmm. hopefully it's not getting too hot for you well yes that too hopefully it's not too hot <laughs> so anyway so yeah yep cool 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 all right well with that we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany Troy saying goodnight this is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City this is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Indianapolis Indiana and as the ending of this show the Moonlight trailer has still not dropped <laughs> yes, we've been keeping an eye on that and there's nothing. You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening, and may the squee be with you.